Hey everyone, before we get into the episode, I want to give a quick thanks to a sponsor of this show, Liquid IV. As you know, recently we're all trying to get in better shape and better health, whether that's hydration, working out, eating better. So I started using Liquid IV because it's a category-winning category hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is one of the best products you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, or after a long night out, if you know what I mean. But the things I would say I love about Liquid IV are its convenient packaging, how it makes me feel on a daily basis, the flavors, and how just one packet, I can feel great for the whole rest of the day. My favorite flavors are strawberry lemonade, guava, acai berry, and then probably tropical punch. But as I was saying, one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of tra traditional sports drinks, like some other companies that we're not going to mention this ad read. And it's also non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV partners with the leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their waters and their futures. So, get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code POPCORNPOD at checkout. Again, that's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using our promo code POPCORNPOD at liquidiv.com. Ready to shop Better Hydration? Use my link. Again, it is POPCORNPOD, P-O-P-C-O-R-N-P-O-D to save 20% off anything you order. Thanks to Liquid IV, and let's get started on this episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cressa, alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Fran. Today, we're here to discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and some news. And yeah, this <laughs> is a weird intro. It feels, it feels like it's been a minute since we've done one. It's been like a week, like two weeks, two weeks, probably. week and a half. I don't know. But our episode came out probably a couple days before. Yeah. After. But um, yeah, me and Ryan, instead of doing a podcast, we decided to take a trip to the beach. Pretty mm -hmm. fun. It was fun. It's a nice, nice trip. Yeah, we watched the Phillies lose, and we're like, you know what can help us now? A trip to the shore. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so we're back here today. We saw Guardians on Friday. Today, today is Wednesday of the following week, so we had time to sit with the film and really get our thoughts together about how we feel about this third entry into the Guardians franchise and the yeah. MCU itself. But um, before we get there, uh, some of the news that we have. I late just had it up, but now I put my phone down. Okay, so I'm going to, like, speed through the, the stupid shit. Okay, Carl Urban is in talks to play Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Nice. I like that casting. So do I. Uh, for those who didn't know, Guardians of the Galaxy has a post-credit and mid-credit scene. Guardians also features the first F-bomb, which we're going to talk more about when we get into the episode. Uh, the, the Doctor Strange 2 writers weren't able to finish WandaVision before the sequel came out. Explains a lot. Yeah. The Duffer Brothers Holt Stranger Things 5 production due to the due to the Writers Guild strike. Mm -hmm. We we agree with the Writers Guild. They should get whatever they want because they make every show and film that's going on happen. Yeah. So we hope they get what they want. We also got news that at least one of the Guardians members will appear in Superman's Legacy in Superman Legacy. Across the Spider-Verse will feature 240 unique characters. That's exciting to hear. Across the Spider-Verse tickets are officially on sale. 
scientists have named a new group of butterflies after Sauron. <laughs> That's the news. It's 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 on IGN. I'm just it's going through cool. IGN. Uh, Nicholas Cage will return for a Lord of War two. Yeah, for those who don't know, him and Ethan Hawke were in the first one. It's an okay movie, but I'm gonna watch it because I love him and Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Um. Oh, we got our first trailer for the Meg two. I could give two shits. Looks. It looks. The fantastic. first one's so bad. I still made a seen lot of one. fucking money though. Uh, Five Minutes of Freddy creator thanks fans who avoid the leaked trailer due to the CGI not being completed yet. I didn't even know the trailer got leaked. Neither did I. Uh, Burger King launches a red whopper for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. No thoughts on that, Ryan? It reminds me of, um, I think they did that for Phantom Menace. They released a black one. A black one. Even though It's come Darth back Vader, multiple times. Yeah, but they released it for Phantom Menace, even though Darth Vader's not in that movie. Well, you could do it for Maul. Black with some tomatoes makes it look like Maul. I guess. Uh, Spy Kids reboot movie is coming out this year. I know Ryan is super excited for that. Nothing. Something like that. Max said. That'd be right down your alley. I'm super excited. You kidding me? Talk shit about it before we started recording. I didn't. Uh, So now into the actual trailers I wanted to talk about. We got our first look at the Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo movie with David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. And this is based off a true story about Gran Turismo holding an event to try and find if any of the gamers can become actual racers. And one of them does. And this is his story. The movie looks really good, and uh, I'm excited to watch it. We yeah. also saw that Brad Pitt is officially going – started filming his new Formula One movie with the director from Top Gun Maverick. That's going to be a banger. Yeah. Especially the racing scenes or anything like those flying scenes. Yeah. Whew. Well, he's done Days of Thunder, so. Huh? Wait. Who are you talking about? Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad – I thought he said Tom Cruise for some reason. No, but I'm Tom Cruise through. actually wants to do the stunt driving for the Brad Pitt's movie. Okay, cool. Because he did that racing movie, Days of Thunder. Really? Never seen it. Neither have I, but my dad loves that movie, so he talks <laughs> about it all the time. Um, What other trailers? Oh, of course, we got the two huge trailers that came out this past week, and that is Dune Part 2. We got our first – we got a little teaser trailer, but we had talked about that already. And then we actually got a full feature-length trailer, which was about two minutes and 20 seconds, I think it was around. Mm. And this trailer was beautiful. Yeah, it looks. I mean, we don't get much of the like story yet, but but you you, you get what the story is gonna be. Yeah, it, this is more just a like actual visual trailer, and you know, it being Dune, it looks pretty pretty goddamn good. So, I'm I'm been I've been excited for this movie since the first one came out, and this one, if it can match or even be better, it's gonna be better than how the first one, one looks. You think? Looks, I, I look so good. Okay, I need to mute my phone. Yeah. And I want to know what the black and white scenes are. With, it's um, gonna be the. I know it's like the Harkonnen. Yeah, this could be the Harkonnens. It's like a gladiator like a flashback or something. Yeah. Why is it in black and white? I think it's a flashback. I think it would make sense, but we got our first look at Fade. Fied, I forgot how you say his name. That is Austin Butler's character. We also get to see Chani, Paul Atreides, Princess Irulan. Irulan, that's how I always I read know. it. I didn't read the book. I don't know. I that that never helped me because no one told me how it was. <laughs> so in my head it was Iru, Irulan, Iron Man, which is Florence Pugh, and she has a great line explaining that Paul Trades might still be alive because none of them know if he's alive yet. Yeah. 
And we still have not gotten a look at Christopher Walken as the Emperor, Shaddam the Fifth, Fourth, Fourth. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> uh, and we've got a really nice scene with Paul Trays and Chani where he's explaining her what water is. Yeah. And she thinks he's lying about it. But this trailer looks insane. When he rides the worm, I freaked out because it just, because you know the CGI is not done. Yeah. Not there's, at all. A, there's like, what, six months of those movies coming out? Yeah, I think November, right? June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, six months. Cool. And uh, it still looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Josh Brolin. And yeah, we just got a lot of little clips here and there. But Austin Butler looks like he knows what he's doing with these swords. Looks pretty good. Yeah. He's just a gladiator, really. Is he? Yeah, he's like an insane gladiator. Gotcha. And he's in love with Florence Pugh. Gotcha. No, he's in love with... Paul Trades? No. Oh. <laughs> no, what's her name? Um, Lene Suix? Le- Leia Sado? Leia Sado? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in love with her character, Margot. Gotcha. But yeah. And then, of course, we're going to get more from Dave Bautista. This one, he actually is a really big part in this movie. So, all in all, super excited. The trailer, of course, looks great. Denis Villeneuve is the best director working in film right now. And I think the second best director in film working right now is the one that we're going to talk about now. And that is the trailer for Oppenheimer. We got a new, brand new, amazing trailer that we had no idea was coming out. And it came out, we saw it before Guardians 3. And that was announced, but I guess we had missed that, that we were going to see the new trailer. Was it? Yeah, they said it was going to be Thursday, Friday. Viewers would see it first and then it would come out online. Gotcha. So we had no idea. So we're extremely surprised. It looks awesome. And it, like, my, I was excited for this movie because the cast, Christopher Nolan, the co- the story is insane. Yeah. But this trailer, like, made me excited, like, for the actual movie itself. Yeah, totally. So I, the first one was very much, the first trailer was very much just, like, look at, look at everyone. Murphy and everyone in this movie. The cast is enormous. This one was a more story trailer and looks really goddamn good. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know this where they were going. It, I, it seems like it's going to be a lot of them recruiting different scientists to go in. I didn't know they were going to go that way, but that'll, that'll be interesting. And I thought Josh Peck was like a small role. No, I supposedly he's... he's like a big character because and yeah. I was listening to a podcast he was on. Christopher Nolan asked for him. Really? He said, can you get Josh Peck? Here. He's like, I didn't audition. Chris offered me the role. Nice. And he's like, and I was like, Christopher Nolan knows who I am. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm excited for this movie. I didn't know. I can remember I got in that argument with the guy that Ben Affleck. I was like, Ben Affleck's not in this movie. And then I told you on the podcast, like, he is in the movie. Is he? You told me he was. I, I forget. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sorry or not for ripping on the I mean, guy. Everybody's in this goddamn movie. I don't know. Dame the Hans in it. <clears throat> Is he? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> my favorite. Albert movie. Einstein's in this movie. My favorite Spider-Man villain. Oh, you know what I was thinking about on the way home today? What? What kind of, what episode I would like to do? Mm-hmm. Most top five, like we each do five. Okay. Underappreciated movies. Mm. Like movies we think are really good, but don't get the appreciation that they deserve. Okay. I was thinking about some today. What? I'm not going to tell you. It's for the Give episode. me one. Tenant. Okay. Tenant's underappreciated. Like, I'm not going to put the main Spider-Man on there, because I don't think that's underappreciated. I think people know that, how I feel. Like, I think yeah. 
it gets the right reviews if I was looking at it critically, but mm-hmm. my love for it's different. I think Tenet, Tenet's more just overhated than underappreciated. It does not get the like. It, I think it's one in his top three movies. You think? I I am. I mean, I I really like Tenet, Tenet too. My dad hated it so much. My dad loves Tenet. Really. I my dad had to stop halfway through because he didn't get any of it, and then we finished it, and he was like, I, "That was the worst goddamn movie ever." Seen. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I just have also a special place for it. I laid just come back from basic training. I was home for a week. I went to Wyoming, and me and my dad went and saw an IMAX in this like orchestra theater, and we were the mm-hmm. only two people. Really? It was in the height of COVID, nah. so we had to wear a mask and everything. Yeah, and each seat had like plastic on each side of it, hmm. like. It was pretty cool. I was nice. excited. And then we saw the mutants the next night. New mutants. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen that. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy from Stranger Things was good. I heard he was terrible. I see. I liked him. Mm. I thought Maisie Williams was horrible, horribly miscast. Gotcha. And so was Anya Taylor Joy. Actually, yeah. I was not a fan. But back to the episode on what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Um, is there anything you want to add about? Any movie news that you heard that maybe I missed or any trailer stuff you want to talk about? I think you got everything. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I jammed it a good job. I did. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. It's fine. Every time it's just news, you're just scrolling IGN. Or I, well, I do IGN. Yeah. Lights, camera, barstool. Uh, Cinema Encyclopedia. If you guys ever want to go and look at like a really cool Instagram account, Cinema Encyclopedia. Nice. Big fan of them. And I meant to bring this up beginning of the episode oh but um if you guys want to hear a different um review of bo's afraid and you don't like our position on the film i suggest going to check out ray's lost podcasters review it is 36 minutes and it was a really good review they had some really cool theories about the movie okay. and everything like that and they made me actually appreciate the movie more than i did the first time good so yeah go check them out it's a very good re- episode yeah, you want to hop into the main point of this episode? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to let you take the helm. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume 3 was – it gets a thumbs up from me. It was a good goddamn movie. I was super excited for this. I think if you listen to this, you know that Guardians is my favorite MCU movie, Guardians 1. Guardians 2, I didn't like as much, but I did still really, really enjoy it. And this one, it – it just felt like a Guardians movie again. Like, they gave James Gunn full control over this movie, and you could really, really tell. Especially, I'm happy to see it, to say that after all the stuff that, you know, the, the firing stuff that Disney did. So, I'm glad he was able to come back and finish his trilogy the way he wanted to. Even though there's a few things that he said that, you know, like he said, he didn't want Gamora to die in Infinity War. Like, he had a plan for her all the way through three, but... He was able to make a really, really good and heartfelt story out of this movie. So very, very happy to see it. And I loved it. Sorry. <laughs> My mic was on the table. Um, yeah, no, I I think it's the best of the Guardians movies. Mm. I love Guardians 1. Ryan knows I'm not the biggest fan of the second one. I yeah. think the second act of the second one kind of loses me for a bit. And I feel like there was a little too much CGI. But this one, this is the best Marvel movie since Endgame to me. Like, without a doubt. Better than No No Way Home? Yeah. Really? I enjoyed No Way Home more because I got to see Andrew Garfield again. Yeah. 
this is a better movie and better CGI and better quality than okay. No Way Home is, at least to me. But I, my only, I want to go. Into, I won't go into my negatives with this movie yet. But the whole cast does a great job. Bradley Cooper shines in his voice acting with Rocket in this one. Well, he doesn't voice Young Rocket. No, he voices Old Rocket. Yeah, but he does a great job. Yeah, Young Rocket Sean was Strong Gun. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job. He did. He did. I mean, Chris Pratt was awesome. Everybody this was him. his best time as Peter Quill. I yeah, liked I him the most in this one. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Zoe Saldana. It was nice to see her have to play a different version of herself again. Yeah. Not the Gamora that we all grow to love in the mm-hmm. first two. We see a whole different side of her in this one. And we got a little bit of it in Endgame. But not. we got a full two and a half hours with her in this one. Yeah. And I thought she was great. I really liked the the villain. I know that everyone's not not everyone's been a big fan, mm-hmm. but I, I really liked him very. As me and Ryan talked about, very one tone, but it was great to see a villain finally in the MCU because it feels like it hasn't been this way in a while. That was just a bad dude. Yeah, I agree with that. Evil, and that's what I was kind of missing. I feel like not just Marvel, but villains in general and everything. Kind of they're always like, oh, but this is why their mom left them at the park when they were ten years old. Yeah, I don't care. Just I want to root against someone. Yeah, it's like the Thanos effect. Like Thanos was so good because. He was kind of a relatable villain. You could agree with what he was – not what he was doing, but what he was doing oh, for. No, I, I got – Yeah, like you I, I get – I got it. why he did And I did. think everybody saw that and how well Thanos did as a villain, and they tried to just copy that. But it doesn't work for everything. Like if you're doing a two-part movie, then yeah, you want a villain who can last two parts without getting old. But if you're just doing a one-off – not that this – you know, this is a part three, but it's a villain for one movie. So it works better to just have a one-note just – bad dude who you want to see get killed and i didn't love the villain i like that he was very i like that he was just a bad dude but i feel like he was a little i didn't like how much he screamed like every scene he was in he was just screaming and i was like if his whole deal is making the best human possible i feel like he'd be a little calmer not best human best organism yeah best organism but i feel like i i don't know like i didn't hate it i think I forget the guy. I forget the actor's name, but he did a great job. I just think he should have been a little calmer, maybe like, <clears throat> you know, like soft spoken in a way that makes it a little more like menacing, where you can tell he's always has like a plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, I think it was just a little over the top sometimes, but still really liked the villain. Really liked everyone in this movie. Margot Robbie's in this. I saw that the other night. She's not. She's not? Yeah. Are they confirming that she's Sue Storm? I don't know. It could have been – sometimes they carry stuff over from, like, other movies. Because remember she was in the holiday special? She wasn't in it, but there's, like, a map and it shows her face. I didn't watch the holiday special. I tried to watch it before. I only got, like, halfway through. It was good. No, it was good. Why didn't you finish it? Because I started at, like, 4 and we had to leave at, like, 4.30. So I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the high evolutionary's name. Chuck Wadi. I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm illiterate. Yeah. He's the same guy from Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. And he did a great job in both. No, James Gunn loves to carry over characters. Yeah. Zen Daniel Melcher. She's Aura. She's the red girl mm-hmm. that Peter flirts with. For those who don't know, she's Ratcatcher 2. Yep. And I can't wait. I really hope to see her again, DC. She's so good as Ratcatcher. She was good. 
Then Tully goes where I catch her one. I always forget. But um, no, the whole cast does well. I'm, this is nothing against James Gunn for casting his brother. I'm not a fan of him as Craglin. Really? I, I never never got behind it. I liked it. I always thought he's annoying. See, I always found him funny. I didn't like the dog either. You didn't? I liked the dog at the end because it has a pretty big part. Yeah. But I hated the whole... Like, it was too much dog. It was kind of like... Dog. It wasn't as bad as the goat screaming, but that's what made me think of. I didn't think it was that bad at no, all. No, I'm saying it wasn't that, but like that's how it was in my head. Like I was like, okay, I got enough of the dog. Go back to the actual garden. I don't have a problem with it at all. There's just two. There's just side characters. I don't need side characters. They had they had their part this defending the nowhere, and then they had to get to. They didn't defend nowhere. Craglin defended nowhere. You see him with that thing? The the two things he kills. No, we killed like fifteen. No, we didn't. Then he not. killed the main one. He killed like okay. I'll oh give no, you, Cosmo killed. I'll give main. you like but three. He did not kill fifteen. He killed a lot of them. And when this movie comes out, I'm telling you, it's not fifteen. Okay. There's no way it was 15. It may be not 15, but it was more than fucking three. <laughs> what was it, four? I feel like he didn't really... Anyone could have killed those things. They were fucking them up. <laughs> they were really messing those people up. I don't know. It's, it's just something small. It's not something that like turned me off of the movie. I love the movie. I said it's the best one in the trilogy. I don't know. I, I kind of just... I, I think I just wanted more Guardians because I knew this was it. Yeah, I was like, I only care about these characters. I got you. I don't know. I I always liked Raglan from the beginning, even in the first one. I thought he was funny. Just kind of a funny little character, and then kind of idiot. Yeah, it's always nice. And then he carries on Yondu's legacy a little bit. I did like the vision of Yondu. He's not Yondu. He's not Yondu. He's Kraglin, but he's got the arrow. That's it. Yeah. And the thing in his head. Does that get implanted in your skull? I think so. It's gotta hurt, man. I don't know. I was like watching how his skin was like. Oh, I'm like, he had to like slice open his head or something to put that on. Like that's gotta be painful. Yeah. Uh, no, I like I like Craglin. I like the dog Cosmo. Cosmo came in bit clutch at the end. He did. She did. She did. Yeah. Um, Palm Clemente, Clemente, uh, as Mantis, she kills it. Yeah, I love Mantis. So do I. Drax always iconic. Mm-hmm. Groot was that dude in this one. Groot was great. Groot was great. When he hit all the guns in him. Yeah. Pretty cool. That was sick. But no, the whole cast is great. I, I wish they used Adam Warlock a little bit better in this movie. I agree. He felt very childish, which I yeah. get. He also didn't have a huge part until, except for the very beginning and the very end. The rest of it, he was just kind of like, you know, he was doing stuff, but it wasn't super important. It was just kind of to show like he's there and he's an idiot he's blowing stuff up. Then yeah, he's, he's an idiot. They do explain it like he took him out of the thing early, so he's just an idiot child. Yeah, so, no, I get, I get what they were going for. It I, makes I sense, but there was a little more seriousness to Adam yeah. Warlock. But I think also if we see him again, it's going to be him, you know, you know, maturing and becoming the Adam Warlock from the comics. He better because he has some important parts coming up. He does because he can one on one Kang. Yeah, like hand to hand, I'll take it. Well, I don't know if he can in this one because he doesn't have the Soul Stone. Or he's still fucking whatever. strong. Whichever stone he has. He That's is still strong, but I feel like without the stone, it's going to be a little weaker, which I think would make sense for the MCU. Because a character like that in this type of world, you know, he can take literally anybody. So I think taking him down a peg is going to help kind of make him 
a more believable superhero. That's fair enough. Because it is the thing, like, with Captain Marvel and stuff, you're always, like, she can just 1v1 Thanos, and then, you know, Thanos has to pull the power set. Like, those characters who are super, super strong, it's always hard to make them, make it believable that that they can't just beat the bad guy immediately. No, yeah, I, I get what they were doing. Yeah. I just, going from the comics, I kind of... I kind of just wanted a little more. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But what we did get, I thought Will Poulter did a very good job, and I'm excited to see more of him down the line. Yeah. I did like Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. I just really love Will Poulter. But um, going to the actual reviews, the film has quite lower reviews than I thought it was going to have. It has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and 82 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Harper's up to... Bam! Running track. <laughs> Damn. Um, it has an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb, an 82 on Rotten Tomatoes, a 65 on Metacritic, and a 95 with Google. And you said it has a 95 audience score? Yeah. Dude, that noise is... Please stop. I wasn't trying to. That I was trying to scroll. noise. Because <laughs> I know it's picking up on one of our mics. It'll be yours. Yeah. But, um... Uh, I wanted to ask, what is your score for this one, Ryan? I think I'll give it... Shit. Maybe like a flat 90. Okay. I, I think it was really good. Yeah, I think I think it was a really, really good movie. There's definitely... I think the ending falls off just a little bit. Not enough to make me, like, hate it or anything. I think Wait, just... whoa, whoa. What part of the ending? <clears throat> I don't know. Like the actual end end? No, I think the end. I was end gonna say the, the end end is awesome. No, it was great, but just I don't know. Some of the stuff getting to that point. Yeah, like the like them is... escaping the thing. It just took a little like I thought that ship was blowing up, and then they take another like five minutes to save all the animals. I was like, okay, I like huge. the scene. It's huge though. It, it is. Might take but, a while to blow up. Yeah, I like. I didn't dislike the scene. I just felt like some of the stuff kind of took a little too much time. I thought maybe they spent a little too much time rescuing everyone. Yeah. That's where it could – not that drive, but it could have been a little bit quicker. Yeah. Because I think the whole sequence would pe- – oh, just so everyone knows, this is a spoiler review. We are going to be spoiling the movie. We gave our initial thoughts. This yeah. is going to be spoilers from now on. Yeah, when Iron Man comes back. When Iron just... Man shows up, I freak <laughs> out, man. Dude, this angle, I don't know what it is. Every hit, every foul ball looks like it's going into fair territory. Yeah. But then it goes straight back. Mm. But it looks like it's coming right at me. Oh, he hit off the catcher's helmet. It did go fair. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, But no, I like the whole sequence when Peter's trying to get off by himself. Like, that looked cool. Yeah, and he's he goes Running. back to save the music. I like that. Uh-oh. Who struck out? God damn it. My new favorite player. Yeah. Besides Harper. But yeah. Harper will always be number one. But yeah, I, I do like that he goes back for the music. Like, I think everybody in the theater collectively went, "Oh, you fucking idiot!" But it makes sense. Yeah, like, I did it too. I was yeah. like, "Damn yeah. it!" Like that's his thing. That's he's the music guy. Yeah. But then he goes out, and I thought he was dead. I mean, he looked pretty fucked up. And then I told <laughs> you, I thought when you see the hand reaching out, mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be Gamora. Yeah, and they were like dying together, like she, like she wanted to save him. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. It was Adam Warlock and Peter lives. Yeah. That's another downside to have with the movie. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. No one important dies. 
Wait, who died? All Rocket's friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. I was, I was thinking of, like, main characters. Yeah, that was fucking was sad. Jesus. But I want. I felt like the way you built this up, someone had to go. Yeah. Kind of thought it was going to be Drax. So did I. I thought I was going to have this hero moment. No, I, I thought someone was going to have this hero movie. He yeah. speaks to the kids and saves their lives. Yeah. No, I think I, I'm not upset that nobody died. Yeah, because I don't want any of them to die. No, I don't <laughs> want any of them to die. But I felt like leading up to this movie, I was like, oh man, somebody's going to die. Someone's going to be so, so sad. Someone's going out. Yeah. I'm happy nobody died. Yeah, but, like from a fan perspective, I'm happy none of them are dead. Yeah. But looking at it from like a critic perspective, I feel like they could have used like maybe some. Yeah, I felt like there were a little too many. Like everyone was in danger a few times and then they just made it out fine yeah especially quill i thought he was dead when he got in i thought rocket was dead yeah but then i said this to you as soon as it showed him and like have it and mm-hmm. i was like this is some harry potter shit he's not dead yet <laughs> yeah i did think like you can't just have him almost dead the whole movie and then just die at the end i was like yeah see i thought that would have been pretty good you think? Because then everyone's like, everyone thinks like that. Like, oh, no, he, yeah. he can't have him half dead the whole movie. See, I think it would have been cool. Like, if somebody died and then he comes back and he's like, oh, God. Somebody God. dies for him and he's, you know, Mantis. Sad. I don't think he would have cared for Mantis. I think, like, <laughs> if Quill died. Well, he was awake already when that all happens with Quill. Yeah. I thought Drax got it when he gets shot. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he it. I was Cause so she starts sad. dragging him. He's not moving. I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, he got hit pretty hard. He got shot right in the chest. <laughs> but no, the whole the whole movie is about saving Rocket. That's that's what the whole purpose of this movie is. Saving Private Rocket. Yeah. No, the whole movie. This is James Gunn said it like two years ago. This is Rocket's movie, and it was. He was not lying. This is absolutely Rocket's movie. You see his origin. You see. Messed up. Yeah, you see everything. You see how he got his name. How he was made everything and he finally finally accepts the fact he's rocket raccoon he's a goddamn raccoon <laughs> he's rocket raccoon yeah i got so excited for that i almost cheered when he goes I- i'm gonna buy something that flies one day and he's like i'm rocket i was like come on now we see the last part <laughs> but um this movie it was it was very emotional like even though no one as we said no one none of the main guardians die it's sad seeing Rocket's story, and you see how broken this raccoon, I'm just good, this person is. Yeah. And Bradley Cooper does a great job portraying that, and uh, Sean Gunn does a great, great job with young Rocket. Yeah. And it's just devastating. Mm-hmm. It's got a rough go of things. Yeah, when Layla got shot, I mean... <sighs> Not gonna lie, this is messed up. I was so happy that bunny got it. That bunny was frightening. <laughs> Not like the spider bunny. But dude, when they, like he turns back around. I didn't expect him to be all bloody too. Yeah, they were they were it dead. Was, it was fucked up, man. <laughs> they were dead dead. Yeah. And then he scratches the shit out of the high evolutionary. Yeah. Rips his whole awesome. face apart. Yeah. That was good makeup. Oh, it was great makeup. Because I thought maybe it was CGI'd a little bit around this like corners. Mm-hmm. And then you saw him behind the scenes and it has all that. I was like, oh that's yeah. And then to see his actual face. Mm-hmm. At the end, what Rock, Rocket did to him. Yeah. When I saw that in the trailers, I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was a mask and you t- take it off and be like comic accurate, like red face. But it was a red face, but oh. God damn it. What happened? Brandon Bell just hit a home run off Zach Wheeler. 
Shit. What's the score? One nothing. Damn. Back to the movie. Uh, High Evolutionary gets fucked up in this movie. Yeah, no, he does. And right, he deserved every bit of it. Yeah. But through throughout the whole movie, it just he was just such a great send-off for this team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It was in my opinion, it's the best third movie for anyone. Yeah. Do you think it's the best trilogy in the MCU? Out of Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, this, Thor. Thor's not a trilogy. Excluding the shit one. You can't do that, though. <laughs> no, there's not. First there's Thor is one. not a bad movie. There's one, okay. one. Two shit ones. One great one. Can't. So definitely not Thor. <laughs> um... Are we doing, like, my personal favorite? Or, like, critically, yeah. what I think about it? Yeah, your personal favorite. Yeah, by far. This one? Like, it's not even close. Oh, uh, wait. I always forget Civil War's his third movie. Yeah. Oh, that's a rough one. Which doesn't make sense, but... I did is. see a video today. It was a guy, like, if all the trilogies fall each other, like, any franchise. Yeah. And then it had Captain America's beating Batman. I was like, no. As much no. as The Dark Knight Rises, like, is a fall-off from the first two... Still a good movie. Still good. And those first two are two of the best superhero movies ever made. Yeah. So I was like, I commented, I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, that's not true. But Captain no, America I think. Captain America versus Batman? Hmm? Captain America versus Batman? Batman got prep time? Neither of them get prep time. Walking up on the street. Well, that's not fair. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One's on steroids, <laughs> one's a human being. One's Alex Rodriguez and one's Freddie Galvis. God. Yeah. This is no prep time. <laughs> well, what what does Batman do in the prep time? Builds the Superman out. suit again. <laughs> deflects the shield <laughs> off and breaks Cap in half. All right. But, like, if it's just Batman walking up, he still might beat him. He I think they did this- do that. Remember the, um, the, um, the old versus videos that would do, like, superheroes against each other? Oh, yeah. They don't fight each other. He fights Iron Man, I thought. I thought he fought Captain America. You keep talking while I look this up. Oh, okay. But I would say my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot. Captain America vs. Batman. Death battle. But um, I would say my favorite scene is probably when he says the F word. Because it genuinely made me laugh out loud. Oh, no. It, it was, was very great. funny. It was a great use of it. Or it's Peter's scene. What, at the end? Yeah. I really like that scene. It was a good scene. How about you? I don't know. That hallway fight scene was great. That was it was like a one take. Yeah. It's just that that's what sets like good MCU movies apart is the action. Because yeah. they're all gonna be action movies, but if you can make the action fun feel like it's a part of this specific movie, then it works. Like yeah. that that scene worked because you see them all working together and using all their own different like, you know, abilities and weapons. And it just worked so well and it's so much character to that fight scene. Some of them in the MCU are just fighting, and it's just not boring, but there's no character to it. And that's what James Gunn is so goddamn good at with these movies. I'm so excited for him to do Superman. Yeah. That movie's going to be so goddamn good. Yeah. I just, I, I can't understand why people are upset with him leading the Like, just look the at this trilogy. He's going to do this 
with an entire franchise, of, yeah, an entire studio of movies. He just makes great, great movies. He just understands how to do characters right and how to make great movies and great series with, you know, I can't talk right now, but I'm watching And, he, <laughs> and he's written one of the best zombie movies ever. Yeah. Like, he can make anything. Yeah, absolutely. He can make PG-13. He can make R. He can do everything. So I, I'm I hope super we excited. I R in the DC universe. Yeah, that'd be cool. DC's always at best when it goes the darkest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Trash can of a movie. Strike three. Good call. But what? Just watch the end of the death battle. Captain America kill him. I'm not spoiling it. No, that's, I'm, I'm like 90% sure I've seen it. Okay. Doesn't he come with a shield? Batman hangs him and then cuts him in half with the shield. Are you serious? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> death battle loves Batman. Yeah. They're, they make He wins some fights that shouldn't win. He does. The best one is still Deadpool versus Deathstroke. No. Do you remember that one? The best one is Batman versus Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Dude, those were so much fun. When I was in, like, grade yeah. school watching those. Good times. Good times. Life miss so old YouTube. Then. But um, back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, this movie, it's fantastic. It's top of the MCU ever. Not just, it's the best that we've gotten since Endgame. But it's, it's up there. It's like a top 10, top 5, maybe. Yeah, it was great. Superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And definitely top. Because top 10 sounds too many movies. I want to say like top seven, I think is a fair. Okay. Stop calling me. Yeah. I hope this is a good lesson for it won't the be. MCU. It, it won't be. It won't be. But they the need to understand. They yeah. They need to understand to just give people, allow for creativity. Like you can have a set plan. You should have a set plan for your phase and where you want to go with it. But you need to just. You can't have a formulaic movie. It needs to have character. They all need to feel different so that when they come together, you can be like, oh, here's this. They're not all just the same character. Yeah, because that's what the biggest problem since Endgame has been. They all feel the exact same. Yeah, it's so formulaic. So many of them have been shit. Yeah. Dude, the Marvel's going to be shit. Like, I've lost all hope. hope. Yeah. Hope. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'll definitely see it, but... Like, I kind of have to. Yeah. Because I didn't love Captain Marvel. I didn't think it's as bad as people said it was, though. No, I, I don't think Brie so. Larson. Yeah, I like Brie Larson as Captain shit, Marvel. But... Mm-hmm. And I liked Miss Marvel. I like Monica Rambeau in WandaVision. So, I like these characters, and I like Nick Fury. I just don't know. I don't know if they're going to work that great together. You know no, what I mean? All three of them. I don't know. Unless Brie Larson has some like humor to Captain Marvel. Yeah, but again, that it does help because they're three separate characters. Like you have the little kid, Miss Marvel. I forget her name, but and then you Kamala have Khan. Yeah, that's the one. And then you have Captain Marvel. It's kind of like Rainbow. yeah. So you have the ability to have three different characters, different feeling characters bouncing off each other, which is what makes you know those group movies better. But I don't know. I'm just. The first trailer did not look great. Did not look good. Yeah. And uh, people are letting them know. It's yeah. the most disliked MCU trailer ever. Yeah. But uh, before, is there anything you want to add about this movie? 
No, I mean, I think we said everything we could. Yeah? Yeah. That's how I felt. For the most part. What else would you want to say? No, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, okay. Well, before we get into the recommendation of the week and close out this episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Saber Pro. Nice. Why is my lightsaber turning off? Is it dead? Huh. That's weird. Oh, no. Hold on, guys. I'm trying to... There you go. Nice. You're on red, huh? Mine goes any color. I know, but you kept it on red? I like Turn to the dark side? Fits my personality. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks to them for sending me and Ryan each a saber. Well, I didn't really use the other yeah. term. But um, yeah, they're super high quality. They are meant for dueling. So if you and your friend each have one, you can fight in your backyard at a park. They have great, they look great. Uh, I posted a video on our TikTok about them. They are very fun to use. I've been playing with mine all day. And there's, I think, 13 different colors, 30 different sounds. You can incl- you can go and download music to them so you can play with Duel of Fates playing. They're really great. Ryan's is still charging at the moment, so Ryan hasn't gotten to use his yet. Yeah. But I know within a week, Ryan will have a hole in his wall from playing, playing within his room. Certainly. Certainly. Yeah, dude. And one of us will be in a hospital with broken bones from the other one beating them with a lightsaber. Somebody's breaking a finger. Someone, yes, for 100%. sure. 100%. It'll be you, but... It will be, because I just break everything. <laughs> I've never broken anything. You've broken yeah, damn near everything. everything. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, we just want to say thank you again to them. These are really great quality. And you can even upgrade them once you buy them. You can buy accessories to make them look like your favorite Jedi, make them very personal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like mine the way it is. I know Ryan wants to make his look more like Cal Kestis, but... The game was so goddamn good. <laughs> I Maybe that's what you should do for your Spotlight episode. You should review Survivor. Good. Yeah. I haven't played it. I also, I do want to say, I didn't have, I got really lucky. I didn't have any of the performance issues that people are having. Yeah, I, so I have heard, heard about that. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because... I don't know. My PC is very, like, middle of the road, too. So I think I just lucked out. Although it was weird. After I finished the game, I started just, like, playing, kind of, like, exploring. I started getting a little bit of issues, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's more, like, the free roam stuff. Maybe. maybe they focus so much time on the actual... Yeah, but a lot of the stuff I've seen is the story kind of getting glitched out. Oh, really? Like, I'd have, like, character models kind of, like, sinking the floor for a second or, like... Those are the funniest ones. Yeah, but those are like normal video games. Like lag. the best is when it's like a character in the background. You just see them drop through yeah. and you're like, huh? Yeah, like the guy was flying the, the ship and he was just in the seat. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But nothing but like just... game breaking for you. No, never. I never had any issues like that, but I think I just lucked out. So if you have issues, I'm very sorry. I hope they fix it soon. And just video games in general got to stop with that shit just. Delay the game another month. Stop putting out broken games just to put them out. Redfall. Yeah. Like, just finish your game and then put it out. Do you need an online thing to play at that at all? What do you mean? Like, games more recently. Like, there's been, like, four or so that you need to have online availability oh, yeah. to play just I don't know. by yourself. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. But there's no, like, co-op or anything. Yeah, so. but I know Kill the Justice League. That's, like, a thing. You yeah. Need- Oh, I downloaded. I know it's not. It didn't get great reviews. I did download Gotham Knights. Really? Just because I want to play as Red Hood. Yeah. And Nightwing. Oh, oh, foul ball. But um, yeah. Thanks to them for sending us some lightsabers. Oh, shit! Damn it. <laughs>
George Lucas is going to come for you. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> Not like he doesn't have enough money. But, um, yeah, now getting to our recommendation of the week. Ryan, what do you have? So I'm, I know what you're going to say, and I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I'm recommending a very, very incredible movie. It's called Shark Night 3D. <laughs> Me and Tommy watched this Monday morning down the shore. I, I woke up and I walked out to see this cinema. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just spilled your drink all over yourself. I walked out of my room to see Tommy putting on this absolute masterpiece of a film. Shark Knight 3D. Shark Knight in 3D. Shark Knight in 3D. It wasn't made in 3D. They made a 3D version. Jesus Christ. It was so goddamn good. And you got to stay for the post credit scene, too. The song is fantastic. (laughs) For those who don't know, they made a song. They made a rap song. Yeah, it's it's awful. It might be the worst thing I've ever heard. And Ryan's been trying to play it in my car now for the last couple days. No, it's genuinely one of the worst movies ever, but... It's it's bad. It's honest. I don't even know if I should recommend it because it's not even like a fun horror movie. It's just sad. Yeah, it's not scary. It's just depressing. Yeah, the kills are just fucked up and sad. It's not scary. (laughs) Well, you recommended it. Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna recommend Little Big League. Mm. This that's the Indian one, right? Indians one. No, that's Major League. The one where the kid becomes the owner. I don't know. I think it's Little Big League. Okay. Whatever. You know MC Hammer was the um worked for the uh, A's when he was like 11? He was what? MC Hammer? Yeah. Worked for the A's when he was like 11. Really? He was out on the street like marketing, like selling shit, I think. And the A's owner was like, want to work for us? And he was like president of baseball operations or something. I swear to God. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He was like an 11-year-old kid. And it's like, this kid turned out to be MC Hammer. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this movie's really fun. It's a kid's dad, grandpa, owns the Minnesota Twins. The grandpa sadly passed away, and he takes over as the owner. And he then hires himself as the manager, and they try and make a playoff run. It's a really fun kid's movie, and it is the better version of the Cubs one, where the kid becomes the pitcher. Yeah. So he was 11 years old, hired as the clubhouse assistant and bat boy. Still, he literally found him like on the street and was like, you're hired. Always, <laughs> it's always a good thing. Come can... you suck them. But um, yeah, those are our recommendations. We, I didn't put up fan questions. I'm really struggling with that as of recent. Most of the things I've got from you guys recently have been asking about the lightsaber and from my how my beer and Batman thing was. So yeah. I still gotta get mad his beer bat back. No, you don't. It's in my car. No, you get back. I can give it back. I'll take it. You already have one. I have two. Got <laughs> dual wheel. <laughs> dual wheel this beer bag. That's my lightsaber <laughs> and my sword. <laughs> I'm just gaining movie props. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ryan, thank you again for not quitting the podcast yet. Yeah, still grinding it out. Yeah, but um, I don't know what we're doing next week. Because I know, I know, we know June's going to be crazy for us. It's going to be great. Spider Man, got... Indiana Jones, Barbie, Oppenheimer, something else. Something else is in there. Yeah. And then we also have to do a Succession season four review. Yes. Barry season four review. I think they end the same day. So. Yeah, I think so. So we should. That should just be one episode. Mm-hmm. But Barry's going crazy right now. God. Both damn it, Brandon Marsh. Struck out looking. But um. 
What? Fastball? No. Oh. Change up. What the hell? <laughs> right down the middle. That's all he hits. <laughs> well, before we get going, future Tommy will do the end of this episode and talk about one of the sponsors of this show. Thank you, guys, and we will see you next week. See ya. Thanks to thank you, past Tommy, for that amazing intro. But before we get going, guys, we just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. From the time I was 22, which I am now, to the time I was 10, I've changed a lot. I used to be a very friendly, outgoing person. Even Ryan can vouch for this now. I'm not as friendly to some people, but I'm still still need to change some things, and that's why I went to therapy to learn why I acted the way I did and why I changed over time. But therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we did, like I would, until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash PopcornPod today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash PopcornPod, P-O-P-C-O-R-N pod. Again, thank you guys, and thank BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. And thank you guys for still tuning in every week and listening to whatever me and Ryan have to say. And we will see you all next week.